Hello, I'm Janie and welcome to Suddenly Solo. This is my podcast all about my journey to rediscovering myself and reimagining my life as a solo parent. Um, I do record this at home, so if you hear dogs snoring or barking, that is why. And if you wish to connect with me, I would love to chat with you. You can find me on Instagram at magicandmedicine underscore or over at magicandmedicine.co.nz. Thanks for listening. Hello, how are you? I hope you're well. I am currently on holiday for two weeks. It's fabulous. I am so enjoying just not having any agenda, having um, blank space. I've got a list a mile long of things that I need to do. Don't get me wrong. I have <laughs> a lot to get through during these two weeks, but I don't have a set schedule and I can choose to do as many as I want off my list or none at all. And that feeling of that freedom and that knowledge that there's no expectations, there's nowhere to be or do or, you know, that that freedom is really wonderful and I'm so grateful that my part-time job allows me to to have that time off while my kids are home because they're also home at school holidays. Um, they're old enough to be on their own but it's nice to be in the same room as you know the same house as them where they're having time off and it's nice to be able to schedule an impromptu trip down to the cafe for a meal or go for a walk out in the bush together like just things that we perhaps don't get around to doing on the weekend because it's busy um I'm really grateful to have this time off I wanted to talk today um because I'm writing a lot during this time off and uh, I think I've shared before about my book and how I'm writing it's like a self-help spiritual kind of book with threads of my story woven into it my intention in sharing this book is my spirituality really helped me get my life together um really helped guide me to the right people and the right teachers and the right support systems, really helped me find that spark of joy and find, like for me, finding the moments of magic in the day is so humbling and so awe-inspiring because we have so many things going on outside of us um, and so many things going in on inside of us as well. Like if you ever look at a picture of a, um, I think I saw an image. It was like the most advanced, complete image of a cell that had ever been like, I don't know if it was computer generated or drawn or what it was. It was amazing. Like it was amazing. And actually I looked at it and then I was flicking through Instagram and I saw someone was sharing they were um, an Aboriginal artist. And you know how the Indigenous people of Australia do that amazing dot work art. If it's got a name, I'm so sorry, I don't know what it is. But they do these beautiful paintings and they've got little wee, they're made up of tiny, tiny dots. Some big dots and some little dots, but they're, they're beautiful. And I was like, oh my goodness, this artwork that she this artist had created looked exactly 
like down to the colors and everything like this image of a cell and I was like wow like that's crazy that is amazing it's moments like that that just blow me away and I'm like that life life's fucking magical it's so magical um and if you really think about all of the reactions going on in your body all of the things that is happening right now for you to be sitting here listening to the podcast or for you to be listening to the podcast and cooking dinner or doing the housework or walking or at the gym like all of the processes that are going on all of the chemical reactions and exchanges and neurons firing and muscles contracting like amazing it that is wondrous you know and my spiritual practice helped me get that wonder back which was (laughs) if you're wondering where I was going on that tangent that's where I was going I want to share my story in the hopes that somebody else who is going through a hard time or maybe not going through a hard time maybe they're just like feeling lackluster will get we'll see oh okay I can see how I could start tapping back into myself again how I could start making my life more magical that is my intention um And so writing this book, which I will be doing a lot of for the next two weeks, has got me thinking a lot about when you're walking the spiritual path, how important it is to be patient because things take time, how important it is to use your discernment, and how important it is for you to be aware of your privilege when it comes to certain spiritual practices. And this is what I want to talk about today. I'm going to try and keep it short, but you never know when you record these things. So if that's not of interest to you, this is not the episode for you. And before I start, I want to say this is just my opinion. I am open to being wrong. I am open to learning and knowing and um, learning new things and therefore knowing better and doing better. I live by that. Like, was it Maya Angelou? Um who said when you know better you do better I'm pretty sure it was that sounds like a very wise amazing thing (laughs) um from a wise amazing woman um and I and I believe that I try to embody that like when I know better I will do better and until then I'm going to give myself grace and to know that my intent is good. My heart is good. I'm not doing things out of malice. I'm not uh, making statements or doing things intentionally with the intention of hurting somebody or misrepresenting somebody or leading someone astray. And I would like to say, because I give myself that grace, I want to extend that grace to other people naturally too. So when I see someone say something I don't believe in this whole cancel culture thing. I think we have to give people the grace that their intention was good until they show us again that maybe that intention wasn't so good. Do you know what I mean? Like, And that's where discernment comes into too. You have to look at the people you're choosing as teachers or mentors, whether that's in person or online or via a book or docu-series or um, anything, you have to use your discernment and see, are they walking the talk? Are they genuinely doing the things they're asking you to do? Because if they're not doing it, why not? 
Like, why are they asking you to do it, but you're, but they're not doing it? That's a red flag, right? Um, if the person that you choose to help guide you isn't willing to be held accountable or not, and by accountable, I mean like if they're not willing to hear points of critique, if they're not willing to hear a better way of doing things or a different opinion, perhaps another side of the story that they may have not, or another life experience they may not have considered, um, that might be a red flag for you. Um, and it's okay to have mentors or teachers for a very short amount of time. You could have someone for a day, literally come into your life for a day. You read something really quick and it teaches you something and you're like, wow, okay, that really vibes with me. I, that's going to add to making me a better person. And then you might not gel with anything else that they have to say. You might follow them on social media and have a look through this stuff and go, no, actually, <laughs> that one piece of content was the only thing I needed from you. Thank you very much. Moving on. That's okay. And it's okay to have a mentor or a teacher for years or months and then say, I'm ready for the next level. Or I'm actually not of that same. I learned what I learned from you and I'm so grateful, but I don't need this anymore because we're not on the same sort of viewpoint path or I need a next level up or I want to switch lanes to something else that's okay that's okay um I think we think when we're taking on mentors or teachers that we have to forever and always be permanently gelled with them and in alignment and you know people change as part of the human experience it's one of the most beautiful things I think about and painful because <laughs> it's hard when you grow apart from people or when someone you love changes beyond recognition, perhaps not necessarily for the better. Change can be extremely painful, but I do believe it is one of the most beautiful things about being human. Um, we're not the same person as we were yesterday. We're not the same person as we were last week or three years ago or 10 years ago. And thank goodness. Imagine if we were. Gosh, I didn't. I don't think I really would have liked to have hung out with me from even 10 years ago. Like, I wasn't a bad person, but I wasn't an interesting person. Um, I was quite a vapid person. <laughs> I'd like to think I've evolved on and changed for the better since then. So, thank goodness we change. So, use your discernment, especially when you're reading things and don't be quick to label people, oh, she's a baby witch, she doesn't know anything, and then, or to be like slamming people because they don't know certain as much as you, or to be in so in awe of someone because they seem to know so much, you know, just, we are all learning, and if somebody says they know it all, and they don't have anything left to learn, well, that's just untrue, and it's sad, <laughs> So use your discernment and be open to the fact that teachers and mentors are not just human forms, right? We learn so much from mother nature, from animals and gemstones, you know, crystals and rivers and plants. Plant teachers are a massive ones for me. Um, the weather patterns, the countries and the land we live on, they're all teachers. Just as there is much to learn from other people's cultures and their spiritual practices do not appropriate from anyone um I'm not saying that but learn from other cultures and other spiritual practices 
there's some beautiful things out there that can really help add to your own spiritual well-being that perhaps are out you know from from a spiritual practice or culture that you would never have thought to have researched and I think being open to hearing other people's experiences and their um, religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs is a beautiful thing so being open is is really important um, and respectful with that openness because you don't want to come in and then suddenly you know find a, a, a spiritual practice that's perhaps tied to another culture and swoop in and be like in your enthusiasm for it start appropriating it and that includes language as well you know some you've you've just got to be aware I think and treat other um, people's opinions other cultures other spiritualities other religions with deep respect just like you would like to be treated um the other thing I wanted to touch on was this takes time I've been on this path since I was 15. I'm now 41. I very much would say I'm a beginner or a beginner practitioner because I'm always learning. I'm always practicing. And I never not want to be learning, you know. There's, There's so much information out there. And sometimes you know it intellectually, right? You might hear something and you know it and you think you've known it. Or you think you know it, I should say. But until you actually start physically living it it's completely different the doing is different to the knowing um so be open to it being taking time often we because we can google things right and we can go online and research things and information is it's just a quick google search away and you find bombarded with information and then sometimes we could fall onto someone's instagram page and we might just be like oh i'll ask them can you teach me X, Y, Z? How do I start? What books would you recommend? Blah, blah, blah. That's taking away from your own journey. There is learning. There is lessons. There is healing. There is delight in doing your own research and in taking time to let the path just unfold. And sometimes that path circles back on itself and twists and turns and spirals around <laughs> And that's the beauty of it. So take your time. Don't be in a rush. That, like I said, this is the joy of life. You get to learn and learn and learn and change and change and change. That's amazing. Um, I think that is the reason why we're here is to just keep learning and changing and evolving. Um, and in doing so, when we heal ourselves and we learn and we know how to do something better and we can see the connectedness and we heal a trauma or we ease our own pain I feel like it undoes a kink or a knot in the future but also in the past something you know we all have ancestors that are that we know of that were kind beautiful human beings but there is stands to reason as we are all humans we all cast shadow so there's going to be things that these loving human beings did that hurt another person or there are going to be people that just didn't know better or for their circumstances they were raised in couldn't see any other option than to do things that would hurt people and I feel like when we heal ourselves now deeply really heal ourselves that it undoes a knot or a kink that was in in the thread 
that ties us to our ancestors. Um, and that's my belief. You don't have to believe that, but that's what I think happens. And it brings me joy and comfort to think of that. So we've covered discernment. We've covered taking time. Ah, privilege. <laughs> I was like, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? This was really hard for me to to um, speak on. I feel like this is very much my opinion and my intent when I say this is not to hurt anyone. So please take it as that. Um, so I believe in law of attraction. I do believe in manifestation for two reasons. Okay. First one being, you know those days when you just wake up and you feel like shit and you get out of bed and you stub your toe and you're in a bad mood because, ow, you're in pain, you just stubbed your toe. Then you go and you have a shower, but the hot water's run out. Great. Now your mood is even worse. So you're like, okay, let me go put my face on at least. You stab yourself in the eye with your mascara wand. <laughs> now your eye's watering. You drop your foundation and the liquid foundation goes everywhere. Now you've got a mess to clean up. Oh my God. Now you're running late. You haven't had a chance to have a cup of coffee with the damn car keys. I cannot find the freaking things. I'm going to be so late for work. My toe still hurts. My... I, I wish I had a warm shower. <laughs> There's the freaking car keys. Great. Out the door you get. Driving along to work. You either get stuck in a traffic jam or your favorite coffee shop isn't open and you can't get your cup of coffee. You know, it's those we've all had days like that where the mood just escalates and it's just one shitty thing after another after another. On the flip side, we also have had days where everything is freaking beautiful and you're in such a hyped up, amped up mood that nothing can drag you down. Everyone smiles at you because you're smiling at everyone. Everyone's kind and friendly. Customer service in every shop you go to is amazing. Like the day is just on point because you are in such a happy, glowing mood. Those are examples of how we attract things into our energy field based on the way we are feeling and projecting right we also have something in our brain uh at our brainstem called an reticular activating system an ras and that is responsible for filter it's like a filter basically because we get bombarded with so much information that we don't even know we're taking in and the ras is responsible for finding things that you assign meaning to. For example, if I am in a crowd and somebody says Jane or Janie, I'm going to, or even Jamie, you know, something that sounds like my name, my RAS is going to go, hey, your name. And I'm going to be like, what, who, who called me? What was that? Or was someone talking about me? Like, I'm going to be alert to them. It's the same reason when you choose to have I don't know, like a red hatchback car. Say you really wanted one with a black stripe down the side. And you're like, I'm going to get myself one of those. Yep, nobody else has a red hatchback with a red stripe down the side. I'm going to, that's my dream car. I'm going to get it. You go to the salesman, you pay for it, you're driving around. And then suddenly, where the hell did all these red hatchback cars with black straps down the side we see them everywhere right the exact same brand the exact same color the exact same model the exact same detailing like never noticed them before but the moment we decide that it is important our ras filters it and goes important this is why 
signs from the universe works. Like I've spoken before about how a peacock is my sign and symbol from the universe. Like I ask to see it if I'm on track or if I should do something, if it's for my highest good, that kind of thing. I'll ask to see a peacock because my brain already knows peacocks are important to me. So it's going to alert me. It's co-creating with the universe. The universe is going to send it my way. My RAS is going to go, hey, that's a peacock there. See that little quick image that just flashed on screen? That was a peacock. Rewind it. (laughs) Skip back. Rewind. We don't have tapes anymore. (laughs) Showing my age. Skip back. Have a look. Pause it. Oh yeah, that's a peacock. See? That's what our RAS does. And this is how we are able to draw things into our realm of experience, how we are able to alter our reality, how we are able to co-create with the universe. And I say co-create because sometimes we want to manifest something and it is not for our highest good. It's not going to teach us the lessons that we need. I wanted to manifest this shit out of my marriage. Like I wanted that to stay whole and healthy and together. I put so much energy into trying to manifest that reality and it did not come true. Does that mean manifestation doesn't work? No. It means (laughs) that I have to trust in the universe, in the universal consciousness, in God, in the goddess, in Allah, in whoever you wish to, whatever you want to call that higher power, that there was a purpose. And it knew, spirit knew, that there was no way I was going to grow. There was no way I was going to meet the people that I needed to meet and help the people that I've helped and had the people help me and heal me that I needed to find. There's no way I would have done any of that in my marriage. There's no way I would have grown and expanded and be doing the things I'm doing today, the person I am today, be so happy and aligned like I am today had I stayed in the marriage. Doesn't mean manifestation doesn't work. It just means that you have to be open to the fact that sometimes you, as your small human self, although we are incredibly powerful and potent, don't know it all. And we don't have that, you know, like an eagle up high can see so much. We can't. We're the little ant on the ground. We can only see a limited worldview, right? And so we've got to trust when we're manifesting. That when we're co-creating, we're asking to draw something into existence. That spirit's got our back and it's co-creating with us and can see the bigger picture and can say when, look, I know that you really want this, but not right now. No, this experience isn't going to help you. Lean on me. I got you. We're going this way. <laughs> Buckle in for the ride, buttercup. Um, so that's what I wanted to say about manifestation. But today where privilege comes into it is a law of attraction and a lot of manifestation people that tout manifestation will say things like you're just not thinking positively enough you're not believing in manifestation not believing in your abundance because if you were believing in your abundance you'd fork over 10 grand for this spiritual coaching program you were just in like mindset that is gaslighting. That is a fuck ton of privilege right there. Because you are assuming that everybody else is in the exact same position of that you are with money to um 
like when people say to you you're in a lack mindset so you should if you really truly believed in um in your abundance if you truly believed in attracting the wealth you would fork over the 10 grand to be in my spiritual program the only person that is helping create curate abundance for is the person charging the 10 grand okay the person that does not have the 10 grand that's supposedly stuck in the lack mindset that has their own bills to pay their family to feed businesses to run um you know just struggling to perhaps or maybe they're not struggling maybe they are making ends meet but this 10 grand thing is just out of the realm of possibility right now or maybe they're struggling to pay their bills and stuff. Being told that it is their mindset that is holding them back is wrong. That is so toxic. Not you. <laughs> that is so toxic. That is there is so much privilege in that statement and assuming that the person working their ass off to either stay afloat or to keep their head above water or to just be doing a good job is there that there's something wrong with them because they're not thinking abundantly because they can't afford to pay an outrageously priced fee. There is a huge amount of privilege in assuming that people are in or have the ability to be in, um, in that law of attraction realm. We aren't all in safe environments. We aren't all trauma-free. We aren't all in a position where life is constantly smacking us upside the face. And yes, when life is super shitty, super shitty, I mean like super, super shitty, thinking with a more positive slant will help you to feel better and it will help you to find the moments of beauty in amongst the shittiness. It will help you to find the lessons. It will help you to make your life feel better. Yes, that's true. Whereas when you are in a shitty situation and you're just focusing on the negative, that in turn will make it you feel worse. In terms of that, yes, the way you think does play in to helping you find more, you know, make the best of the situation. But to blame someone and say you are in that situation, that shitty experience, you had that trauma because you manifested it. <laughs> sorry that's mm, <laughs> that is lacking in so much empathy that is yeah that's some bullshit mindset <laughs> if anyone ever says that to you just smile and wave and keep walking because that person's not worth your time that is privilege and assuming that everyone has the ability and the luxury to think their way out of something um so just be careful when you talk about manifestation, money mindset, abundance, um, law of attraction. Be careful who you're listening to because some people say a lot of pretty flowery things. But it's just basically putting icing on a heap of shit and some glitter and making it look pretty. <laughs> it doesn't mean that it's not a pile of shit underneath. Like, <laughs> just because it looks pretty. Um... And it doesn't serve. And we may get caught up into these beautiful, abundant mindsets. These, um, law, the idea of law of attraction. The idea of manifesting will. Well, oh, don't get me wrong. I have manifestation. 
lots of altars to manifestation and stuff. Um, but that's my choice to do so. And I don't believe that anyone lacking in wealth is because they're thinking poorly. I sure as hell wouldn't shame someone into buying something because they have a lack mindset and tell them that if they had an abundant mindset that they should put themselves further into debt. I would never do that. So be wary of people who tell you to do such things or to encourage you to tell others that they're in lack abundant mindset and that they wouldn't be in this shitty situation. They wouldn't have had these experiences had they had a better, more positive mindset because that is really toxic to be saying and doing these things. Um, oh, I just looked at the time and realized I've been chatting for 28 minutes <laughs> after saying I thought I would try and keep this short. Um, I hope I've touched on some things that have kind of sparked your interest and given you a new way of thinking or... Um, kind of got you, got your juices flowing around that whole idea of spirituality and healing, um, because that's my intention. And like I said before, these are just my opinions. Um, I'm open to being completely wrong about things. Uh, I am trying to express them as best as I can. Not always the most eloquent way, so please be gentle with me when you hear me listen to my podcasts and just know that um, I'm doing my best and I hope that you're doing your best too. Have a beautiful rest of the week and thank you for listening.